You're listening to Simple Roots Radio, and today it's holiday themed. Yes, the countdown to Christmas is on, and today we're talking about five ways to stay healthy this holiday season. Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Sherm. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. A nutritionist by trade, Alexa has rebelled against common misconceptions about nutrition and has created a realistic health style that will allow you to live a healthy, satisfied, and more simplistic life. It's raw, it's real, it's unfiltered. It's Simple Roots Radio. And now your host, Alexa Sherm. Welcome back to this podcast. I'm your host, Alexa. And as always, I just wanted to remind you that this show is dedicated to simplifying your health, allowing you to live with more purpose, more joy, and ultimately achieve the lasting health you've been looking for. While it seems complex and overwhelming, my passion is to help break it down into the basics, allowing you to achieve more simplicity and a healthy life that you enjoy, a life that's realistic, And this even includes the holidays because I'm so over watching people and myself not enjoy the holidays because we're overstressed, we're overworked, and we set way too many expectations on ourselves, unrealistic expectations that take the meaning out of the season. So to get back to that, I just thought it would be fun to start focusing on the holidays and create a plan that we can actually enjoy them. Not to mention, I do love the holidays, and yes, I've already decorated for Christmas. I just feel like there's something so magical about it, and it really is supposed to be the greatest time on earth for a reason. And so we just need to get back to that place and really allow ourselves to enjoy it without all this restriction and starvation and and rebellion that goes on and really just choose to embrace it. So with that, before we get into the podcast today, I just wanted to remind you that because I do love the holidays so much, I tend to post a lot of recipe ideas, healthy recipe ideas, other tips, tricks, and hacks that you can do to have a great holiday season. My gift guide, my favorite things is going to be coming to you soon. So if you want to get all that, stay up to date, get some healthy and delicious recipes that you could use this holiday season, then you're going to want to head on over to the show notes at simplerootswellness.com slash 038 to sign up to receive my emails. That's just adding your name and email address, and you'll be receiving weekly, sometimes daily updates on my own life and tips, tricks, and hacks that you can do every day to live a healthier life. And these are realistic things, right? Great intention with realistic expectations equals great results. So, that's what we're all about. So again, head on over to the show notes at simplerootswellness.com slash 038 to sign up. Now back to today's show is my five tips to having a healthy holiday while actually enjoying some indulgences. Now I'm not saying every indulgence that you want, but allowing freedom can actually enhance your metabolism where just the thought of restricting can sabotage you. But this takes my biggest tip of all and the one everyone should be doing regardless, and that is my newfound passion for life for health and everything, a word that we long for but we make so difficult to achieve, and that's just to relax. Yes, just relax this holiday season. So today on the show, we're going to be digging out my top five tips for having a healthy holiday, how relaxing can actually rev up your metabolism, and my own personal plan of attack on how I plan to stay healthy this holiday season. So let's get right to it. The holidays. Right? They tend to be filled with great intention, but little practicality. This only leads to big disasters, right? Because without practicality, we don't have a great foundation to actually achieve what our intentions have set out to do. This can create an epic fail, 
feeling too miserable because this all led to the what the heck effect. Now, we could talk about Christmas and the holidays in general and just how we're people who tend to put more focus and the stressors of life, right? Throwing the most epic holiday party, making the most eloquent Christmas meal or Thanksgiving dinner, purchasing the best and most thoughtful handmade gifts or whatever Pinterest is telling you to do next. And instead of just focusing on the reason, the reason for the season, why we're celebrating in the beginning and what's most important. And to me, that's relationships, right? We gather together with people and we tend to eat a lot of good food because that's what brings people together. That's where the emotion and the fun and the joy and the love comes from is spending time with other people. And so instead of fearing that or setting unrealistic expectations or really creating too many stressors, too many rules, it's really going to set you up for disaster so that you no longer can enjoy this. Remember, eating well is a lot of a mentality game, right? It's about having the right mindset, the right understanding of your own body, and really fostering that. Having great self-awareness, which is something that we can all practice this season. With November being the season of gratitude, I think it's great to start a tradition every day of just saying five things you're thankful for and making two of them things you're thankful for with your own body. So let's get back to the what the heck effect, because I think this is a really big disastrous effect that we create so often. So one of the biggest things that I see people doing, even myself, is setting unrealistic expectations when it comes to holiday eating and the holidays in general, right? This is the season of baking. It's a season of rich, eloquent foods. It's a season of cheesecakes and pies and desserts and Um, prime ribbed and really rich and heavy and hearty foods. And there's nothing wrong with that, um, but it's all about creating a balance in your life of understanding what's realistic for you. And that's going to be different for me, although I'll share how I plan to get through the holidays at the end and actually enjoy them with rest and relaxation and eating good food. But for now, we have to understand that if we're not creating realistic expectations, if we're not honoring our own body and being self-aware, the what the heck effect is a very real effect. So the what the heck effect is basically where you set expectations for the holidays. You know, you're going to eat really clean all the way up to Thanksgiving, or you're not even going to allow yourself dessert on Thanksgiving or, or whatever it is, whatever these rules you've placed. And whenever you fall outside that rule, whenever you indulge in something that you weren't supposed to, whenever you turn into a rebel, right, then your mind switches, right? So now you've failed. You've already failed. So what the heck? You might as well eat whatever you want, right? Just indulge in everything. And so you stop listening to your body and instead you start just feeling sorry for yourself and feeling like it doesn't even matter and you already screwed up. So why not just overeat? The what the heck effect is a really dangerous game to play. We can do this in a lot of areas, right? We can see it all over the place. Like, oh, I already failed, so I might as well not do anything. Or I failed, so I might as well eat it all. And so we have this really negative mindset. Just from setting rules creates a negative mindset. And whenever we are unable to achieve those goals, then we experience those feelings of shame and failure and those negative self-talk. And that leads to us really just overindulging. That leads to us maybe even binging or eating way more things or doing way more things that we normally wouldn't simply because we feel like we failed and we'll start again another day. It's the feelings that health is black and white and it looks the same for everyone. If you've been following along for a while, then you know this to be absolutely false, right? It's a belief that we have to get out of our head in order to break free and really enjoy food and really enjoy the holiday season. Remember, nutrition is not black and white, and everyone's bodies is different. There's no right or wrong for every single person, and instead of 
listening to all these other rules and setting rules, we just seem to start listening to our own body and honoring it for what it is. So we have to let go of the what the heck effect, which really takes ending the diet nonsense, which is my first tip, is letting go of the diet nonsense, of setting unrealistic expectations, of setting rules and restrictions and and calorie requirements and macronutrient requirements and really just allowing yourself the freedom to be present and be in the moment. Because then anytime we go in with unrealistic expectations and we fail to follow those 100%, statistics show that 97% of all those people are going to fail at doing this and they're going to give in and overeat in the end because you just tell yourself you'll start again another day. Remember, health is not a static thing. It's not, I'll do it today, I'll skip tomorrow, and I'll do it the next day. It's a continuous flow. And it doesn't just stop because you feel like you failed. Remember, this is a stressor. So this actually is going to slow your metabolism down. Instead, we just need to let go of the diet nonsense. We need to stop relying on willpower, which is not going to get you anywhere. Only into more trouble because willpower is like a muscle. It, It gets fatigued. And the more we use it, the more we wear it out. So ending the night nonsense, not believing that there's any calorie requirement or any food restrictions or anything like that, but instead just going in the holidays with a plan rather than restrictions. And I think there's a big difference in that. They sound similar, right? That you're going to plan to eat healthy and you're going to plan not to eat dessert, but really going in with the idea that there is no such thing as perfection. There's no white or black matter. Instead, it's just the gray area of just trying to do what's best and being self-aware. So ending the diet nonsense is going to be the first tip, which is the hardest to do is letting go of that, but really trusting and believing your body that it does know best. So tip number one, again, end the diet nonsense. Let it go. And instead, just focus on honoring your own body. When we talk specifically about metabolism and this first tip, it's really interesting to think that people can control metabolism by doing the same thing day in and day out. So say we talk about calorie restrictions. If you eat 1,500 calories or less every single day, right, the the false equation that, that there should be a deficit when it comes to calories in versus calories out, and that's the only way to weight loss, which is an untrue statement. But when we look at that alone and we look at metabolism, the two do not go hand in hand. Metabolism doesn't work by doing the same thing every single day. In fact, our body likes a variation. It likes to be switched up with common consistencies throughout. But what I'm talking about is when we look at macronutrients, when we look at calories, when we look at indulging and maybe failing on a day, this can actually be a good thing. So our body has four phases, and there's going to be a whole nother podcast talking about this from a metabolic expert. But really, your body wants to have periods where it's overfed with little exercise, where it's overfed with heavy exercise, where it's lower calorie with heavy exercise, and where there's lower calorie with minimal exercise. So there's four types of transitions that your body kind of needs to go through in order to really help foster metabolism and really help to get it into a high working state. It's kind of the ebbs and flows of life. If we allow our body, right, if we stop beating your bodies into submission and just kind of allow it to do this, we can kind of experience that, right? Maybe you'll have weeks. I know personally I have weeks where I feel really energized and like I could do really hard exercise. And then I have another week where I'm like, man, I'm just so tired. And it's hard to muster up the thought of even taking a walk. 
Those are natural and tuned body principles. Just like some weeks you feel ravenous and other weeks you just might not feel that hungry. Instead, we kind of shut those all down and we just believe that there's only one way to do that. Where in fact, our metabolism is gonna function better off just the natural flow and the natural rhythm of how your body works. For women, this is gonna be mostly in honor of their cycle. Of the the four weeks of the cycle, the phases are gonna be different and you can really totally play metabolism off of that. Um, For men, it's gonna be more of seasons of life. You tend to be able to handle more 24-hour cycle patterns. So doing the same thing every day works a little bit better for you, but you still need variation. Um, But for women, it really is gonna be more of a weekly thing. And so when we look at the holidays, right, my plan of attack personally is to eat really well during the weeks, knowing that on Thanksgiving day, I'm probably going to overindulge. I'm going to eat more than I normally would and not feeling bad about that, but honoring and accepting that. And then the next day, picking right back up where I left off, you know, of healthy eating or whatever my body's doing. Generally, if you eat more one day, your body will need less the next day. But again, there's a big difference mentality, stress-wise, how our hormone flows when we go into it, knowing, okay, I'm probably going to overeat. I'm going to eat more than I normally would. That's okay. Instead of going in of, I'm not going to eat any dessert, I'm not going to overindulge, and then feeling stressed when you do, which totally changes your hormonal flow, which also changes how much fat you store and actually how much weight and how your metabolism is firing. So that's more counterintuitive than just accepting the fact that you might eat more than you normally do and accepting that for what it is and moving on from there. Not feeling bad about it, not having negative self-talk, not shaming yourself out of that, but just realizing that and moving on. Not to mention, it also prevents the what the heck effect, which shows that statistically people who just decide, oh, what the heck, I've already done it, so I might as well eat whatever I want. Statistically, they would eat over 50% more food than someone who doesn't have the what the heck effect, who really just goes in with the mentality of I might overeat and that's okay. And those people tend to, in the end, eat about the same amount, maybe a little bit more than they generally do, but there's a big difference there. So again, number one is end the diet nonsense, knowing that metabolism is actually going to fire best if there is days of overfeeding and a little exercise, that's okay. But again, not doing it from Thanksgiving to Christmas and just throwing your hands in the air and being like, oh, I already screwed up Thanksgiving, so might as well just eat whatever I want and I'll start again at the new year. That's the wrong mentality, right? Like the new year doesn't change anything. We really need to start today and understanding and fostering our bodies today Because why take 10 steps backwards by the time the new year hits, right? Why not just keep forging forward with the option of being realistic with the holidays? So my tip number two is remember respect and reason. This kind of goes again with the same thing of if you just fall into the what the heck effect and you overeat on Thanksgiving and you just say, I'm going to eat whatever I want, I don't care, and I'll start again on the new year, it kind of throws the towel in your body's face and says, you know what? I'll deal with you next year, but for right now, I'm going to eat whatever I want and I don't care how bad you feel. Because if we really all listen to our body, right, we have those feelings of, oh, I feel really bloated today or, you know, you overeat and you just kind of feel groggy or you get really sleepy after Thanksgiving meal because you ate way too much. Whatever it is, you know, our body is giving us signals. It's sending out signals. And so a great way to enjoy the holidays more is to really feel good, right? Because health and happiness go hand in hand. But with that, you have to be able to get to a place where you respect your body in every day and every decision that you make. And for me, this is just waking up each day and deciding today, 
I choose respect, yeah, it's not gonna be perfect, right? Letting go of perfection and just realizing I'm gonna make mistakes, I'm a human being, that's okay, I know it, I do it every single day, but it doesn't mean for the majority of the time that I really wanna honor my body and my health and really just eat to feel good so that I have more joy and happiness so that I can enjoy the holidays more and that aligns me to make better decisions because naturally, I really want that, right? It's not something I feel like it's forced upon me or that I should be doing or if I do this, then I'm not gonna reach my goals. You know, I feel like so often we have this negative mentality around our goals and what we want instead of really just cherishing what our body is and respecting it for what it is. So again, a more positive mindset, remembering respect and also remembering the reason for the season, which really is joy, can help you change your mindset about what you eat. Scientifically speaking, how you approach the dinner table, how you actually approach food will change how your body handles it. I know that sounds crazy and I've kind of talked about this before in the snacking episode, which I'll link to in the show notes, but how we approach food, you know, if we approach food with a negative attitude or a stressed state, our body is not going to handle, it's not going to digest, it's not going to break down, it's not going to discard food as easily and it's probably going to do more of the storage mode more of the inflammatory response more of the bloating gassiness indigestion you know just not allowing your body to handle it and digest it as well as if you approach food in a positive manner of you're really going to sit down take time to enjoy this over good company and laughter and really just take it in for what it's worth so approaching food can come from two totally different states a good example of this is the people who say that they feel like they can gain weight just looking at food And this is actually a true phenomenon. I know it sounds crazy and how could we ever gain weight when we look at food, but it really just goes to our hormonal flow. It's how we perceive food. It's how we look at food that impacts our hormonal flow. Just like when we start salivating at the side of food, that's your hormonal flow starting to change just at the side of food. So when we think about food and and how we look at food and how we think about food is going to change our natural flow for good or for bad. And so just approaching food with a positive, respectful attitude, an attitude of joy and excitement rather than a fear and negativity and wishing that you could have your husband's plate because it's filled with all kinds of goodies and here you are just eating as clean as you can, knowing that you're probably eventually going to give in, right? That cheesecake is going to be too good. You're not going to be satisfied and giving in is really just going to create this whole disaster, So am I saying it's okay to indulge? Absolutely. Am I saying it's okay to overeat? Absolutely not. So there's a point of indulging with respect. And it's confusing because it's not well talked about or thought about or it's not well received. But it's so easy and it's so simple and it makes life so much more enjoyable. So yes, you can indulge realistically, but having good intentions all along, that's really where you're going to find great success. And that comes from respect and remembering the reason. So tip number one, end the diet nonsense. Tip number two, remember respect and the reason. And tip number three is planning. Now, this sounds like it could be negative and overwhelming, but doing it in the right way, right? Planning the way that excites you, the way that you see fit. Not another rigid planner or set of rules, but really just planning for you, for what you want for how you're going to best enjoy this. So planning can come in a lot of forms. One is to be in charge of your own schedule, right? To say no to things that are too much, to not allow yourself to overcommit this holiday season, which is really easy to do, to say yes to everything and forget 
really what the holidays are about for you. So being in charge of your own schedule is one tip. The next thing is to plan your weeks, right? So there's a lot of work days in between the holidays and the holiday parties. And so we just need to remember that it's not just a give up between Thanksgiving and New Year's. It's really just a plan. So yeah, your weekends might be filled with holiday parties and gatherings and lots of foods and um, you might have lunches at your office, but really it's planning for the days when you don't have things, right? Or even planning for those parties. So planning to me looks like, again, saying no to excess commitments, being in charge of the schedule, setting my own timeline. Um, And I don't say that in a selfish way, but just really being aware and allowing myself time to relax and rejuvenate because that's really where joy comes from. Number three is to plan for the holidays, but also plan around them. So what that looks like for me is the week before we indulge on Thanksgiving is really to try to eat fairly clean and fairly healthy. Not only is this going to help your immune system, so maybe you won't get sick this holiday season, but it really helps you to be in a good place when you go into a time where you're going to eat foods that you normally wouldn't, or you're going to overindulge, or you know, it's just a different meal structure. So eating really clean. So that means having a meal plan, having food prepped right ahead of time, because I'm experiencing lately that if I don't prep it, I don't eat as well because then I'm just grabbing for convenience when I don't have time during the week. So just trying to have healthy foods prepped, whether it's some roasted vegetables or roasted sweet potatoes. I tend to have quinoa in the, in the fridge and um, beans on hand or a healthy detox soup or, or whatever it is so that I know during those weeks that I'm eating really healthy leading up to the holidays or to the holiday party. And I'm trying to squeeze in as much health in those times as I can. Another tip when it comes to planning is to plan a safe dish. And I don't mean that in a way of like a low calorie, super bland dish like we often think about with health foods, but really just taking food wherever you're going, if it's an option, whether it's to a buffet or to a holiday party, whatever it is, an appetizer, dessert, maybe all the above, just offer to bring something. And then you bringing it, you are in control of what that food is. And you at least know that there's something that is healthy and delicious and something that you can indulge on without it wrecking havoc or without it causing damage to your body or setting you back or whatever it could be doing. Just providing something that you know you like And that's healthy, and so you're more apt to eat it as opposed to just indulging on everything, right? Trying to create that balance of indulgence with healthy foods so that you have more of that balance, that normalcy in your body, so it doesn't kind of get all crazy and make you really tired or really sick or really bloated after you eat it. So maybe you won't have all of those consequences. So again, planning can look like many forms. Planning your schedule, not setting too many commitments, meal planning and food prep, And the times when you don't have holiday parties, you know, really kind of cleaning up your diet in between, knowing farewell that you're going to allow yourself indulgences. So why not clean eat the other days? And again, bringing a safe dish, trying to be prepared for the holidays, never going to a party too hungry, you know, not, not stepping outside of your normal routine for a party, but also not going out of your way to make the holidays not fun. So that's tip number three. Tip number four is to stick to your morning routine. I have to say that having a morning routine is probably one of the best things that you can do for your health. Outside of intermittent fasting, you know, sticking to that of allowing your body at least 12 hours at night to rest, no matter if you're having a holiday party or not, no matter how late you ate into the night, right? If you had a holiday party that started at eight or nine, you normally stop eating at 6.30, that's fine. Just waiting longer the next morning to eat breakfast. So really honoring that 12 hours of rest at night 
but even more than that is sticking to your normal morning routine. And this is really going to help you. In the sleep episodes that we talked about with Dr. Bruce, he talked about not sleeping in and how sleeping in can actually affect your hunger and satiety cues. So we know that sleeping in can make you more groggy, right? We can't deny that. It can also make you more hungry because you've now affected your, your ghrelin and leptin signals, so your hormonal signals. So even if you stayed up late trying to wake up at about the same time every day and do your normal routine, you know, drink the warm lemon water, exercise, read, journal, whatever it is, stick to normalcy, eat your normal size breakfast, normal amounts, and, and don't get crazy with it. How we start our day really impacts how we finish our day. And the better off we start our day, our chances of finishing our day on a really high note are so much greater than starting our our bodies off on the wrong foot. We can experience this, right? We know this. We feel this. We understand this. If we start our day with really crappy food and you just had to grab something and it was junk and donuts and whatever it was, you, you don't tend to do as well, right? Like the people who exercise in the morning tend to function better throughout the day and end the day on a better note than someone who sleeps in and wakes up late and just kind of starts their day off on the wrong foot. So stick to the morning routine, be willing to catch the curveball, knowing that you've honored your flow as best you can and the times that you can. And number five is to journal. Now, this seems like a crazy health tip, but I'm really passionate about writing things down. And the reason is I feel like we don't take enough time for white space, for us to think, for us to get our thoughts and our um, emotions out of our body and stop suppressing them and really just put them in a place where we can deal with that. And so journaling doesn't have to be a negative thing. It can be excitement and joy. It can also be a place to start storing your gratitude, right? To being thankful for what your body can and has done and for all the things that you've been gifted. And so journaling can be a great place to be creative, to clear your mind, to really just give yourself a fresh start to allow your body to kind of get rid of all that it's holding on to right? In this digital era, this paperless society, we tend to like harbor all of our emotions and all of our feelings and all of our thoughts and creativity. And we just stifle ourselves because our minds are just overwhelmed with all these ideas and thoughts that we can't keep them straight. So just taking time every day just to write. It doesn't matter what it is, whether it's ideas or Christmas list or meal ideas or just giving thanks or meditating or praying or or whatever it is just writing a little bit every day, journaling, journaling about how your body feels and what you want and where you want to go can really make a big difference in your overall health, your satiety, your intention, and really just taking action on that. Because now you've allowed your mind space. You've allowed your body to feel your feelings, to experience that, to express that. Um, And it really allows you to take in more joy in life and give more joy, which again is another reason for the holidays. So my five tips again are to end the diet nonsense, remember, respect your body, and remember the reason for the season. Number three is plan. Number four is stick to your morning routine. And number five is journal. And I say all these things are just encompassed into one big tip that I think we all need to be doing, and that's relaxing. Relaxing is like my dream for the holidays, and it's something that I really haven't allowed myself to do a whole lot since having kids. I've felt the pressures of the world, right? To have the best wrapping paper and to buy the best gifts and to throw the holiday parties and to give more and to be more and to do more without really remembering that none of that can happen without having health and without kind of letting yourself be restored. So through that, it's relaxing. Like to me, the holidays are about relaxing and really enjoying the moment. 
I could so be the person who would throw a holiday party and everyone else would be talking and enjoying it and I would be stuck in my kitchen not letting myself enjoy any moment of it. I've been here a million and one time. Instead of just letting it go, letting the dishes sit on the table a little bit longer or not being so caught up in how many gifts you can buy. Instead, just being together, being in relationship with people, really remembering the reason for the season and rejoicing in that And allowing yourself time to just sit and relax and rejuvenate and to catch your breath before we start a whole new year. So relaxing this holiday season I think is a big one. And I feel like in this is every time a holiday comes around or a holiday party or maybe every day this holiday season is to find a way to allow yourself to relax. Whether it's you buy a great book and you read a little bit every day or just journaling is relaxing enough to take a hot bath to lay in front of the fire, to just lay on the couch or to play games with your kids or to go on a hike or a walk or or whatever it is that you find enjoyment and relaxing, to really do that. Because again, mentality and when we speak metabolism, this is not just something that feels good, right? This is metabolically speaking, this is going to help increase your metabolism, meaning your body is going to be able to handle life, stress, food, everything better and your hormonal flow automatically cycles better. And that is really what we want to achieve. It's not congestion. Congestion in life, in the holidays, can congest our hormonal flow. So what we experience in life is generally a representation of what our body is doing on the inside. So just remember, relaxation is not just a selfish thing, but it's a thing that's going to help you give more this holiday season. So again, when I look at my plan of attack, it is to spend more time doing the things that I like. To reading a book, I just got Audible, which I love. I listened to the Magnolia story of Chip and Joanna Gaines, which is awesome, by the way. Um, That didn't take me very long to listen to that. But I can listen to, you know, books online when I'm folding clothes or doing dishes. I listen to podcasts. I like to go on walks and runs with a friend And I'm trying to just set aside all the other tasks of life and sit down with my kids more to play more games, to do more crafts, to go on more walks together, to just be together as a family. So that is my plan of attack with relaxation is every day I plan to journal for at least 20 minutes, journal for 10 to 20 minutes and read a good book to really spend at least an hour of my day just in journaling and reading because those are two things that I really find a lot of relaxation in and through that spending more time with my kids. When it comes to the eating game and the healthy eating game. So I have to admit that I feel like the last week was really stressful and this is why I wanted to do this podcast because I know this is how a healthy holiday is supposed to be and it's not caught up in all this hustle and bustle and so last week I got caught up in the hustle and bustle and I just found myself not having a plan no food prepped my husband was out of town I was trying to balance all these things and do my best job at all of it and I just couldn't keep up and that meant that my health automatically fell to the back burner I didn't really exercise last week I was just kind of grabbing whatever I could find And I really had no plan on how I was going to eat healthy. So come to the weekend and I felt like I was going to clean it up, but I still had no plan of attack. I had no food made up and I just was tired and I overslept and I allowed myself to almost feel like I got into this binging state. And so 
I really wanted to do this to showcase that A, no one's perfect, but B, my plan of attack is to really, again, just get myself back into a focus of relaxation, of rest, of rejuvenation, and through that, taking time every week to just make out a plan, a meal plan for the week, doing a little food prep, that goes such a long way. Just a few hours on the weekend can make all of the difference in how my week goes, and I know it's the same in yours. So, Doing a meal plan, you know, putting some really hearty but yet really light and healthy foods on the list. I have a detox soup that's coming to the blog soon, but also doing the warm salads, which is a blog post that I've written a few weeks ago. So warm salads is on there a lot, a lot of roasted vegetables, um, muesli, really just trying to get back into the groove of eating really warm and comforting foods that are on the lighter side and no snacking because to me my biggest downfall this holiday season is munching and it's the continuous munching that gets me it's the non-stop munching so it's really just allowing myself to indulge and eat but eating at the meals and not snacking and again through all that just focusing on the joy focus on on the season and not getting so wrapped up and doing everything and being everything for everyone Those are my holiday tips. That's my plan of attack, just kind of resetting my body at the start of every week. And that's my challenge to you as well. So to take two hours every weekend and just do a body reset, a body recheck of making a meal plan, doing a little food prep, making a plan for the week, whether it's a plan for what you're going to get done at work, what you need to get done at home, planning for any holiday parties or um, gifts, and just kind of jotting out how your week is going to go, what that flow is going to look like, and allowing your body time to just de-stress, to prioritize what's important. And that includes time for you and to let go of things that just don't matter, things that are just going to weigh you down. So I hope you take that challenge every week, two hours, just take time, set aside time to plan, to prepare for the coming week so that you can make this your best holiday season. In doing that, I have a pretty awesome tool that could really help jumpstart you through that. It's a tool that's near and dear to my heart because it was something that I so needed in my life and yet couldn't find. So Heidi from Fruity Crush along with myself have created a tool called the Nourish Planner that really takes and encompasses all this. It makes health easy and it it allows you to grasp health and life together into a simple plan and a simple tool that captures it all. I use this tool to meal plan, to plan my to-dos, my week, to really take all of that challenge that I told you and really just lay it out in a week, all of the meals that I'm going to eat, the food prep, the grocery list, everything that I need, lay it all out so that I can be highly effective in less time, allowing time for me to do the things that I love and time for me to relax and restore. It really allows you to take your health back and live a more simplistic life. So to try out this tool with me, because it really has changed how I do things and how I plan for the week and how I'm fully going to conquer this holiday with a lot of joy, head on over to nourishedplanner.com and grab your free weekly planning page. Again, that's going to allow you to do all of your food planning, all of your work to-dos, personal to-dos, and really just lay it out in a nice, easy format that's not rigid or strict that really goes with your own workflow. Again, head on over to nourishplanner.com to grab a copy of those. And if you need healthy meal plans, you know, the meal plans that I'm going to be eating between now and the end of the holiday season, those light yet comforting dishes, you can subscribe either nourishplanner.com to receive weekly meal plans, printable weekly meal plans with grocery list and prep list, or just on my own site at simplerootswellness.com.
Again, I would love for you to try out the Nurse Planner planning page. We have a full 12-month printed planner that will be for 2017 year with monthly challenges at the beginning of each month, really just helping you to shape your year to be your best one yet, really helping you to take and focus on habits, creating new healthy habits each month, and really just prioritizing you, prioritizing your health, and making life a little bit more simplistic and come with ease. So again, that's a 12-month printed planner that you can grab at the Nourish Planner site. And if you want to try out a free weekly page of that planner, just head on over to nourishplanner.com, add your name and email, and that will be sent to you right away. Again, I am so incredibly excited for that. And really, that tool has made the biggest difference in my life. And I know it can make the biggest difference in yours because that little act of planning and organizing makes all of the difference. It helps you prioritize and be aware and to really just take back control of your own life and live it with great intention, but in a realistic manner. And again, that is the equation for success. So with that, I would love for you to be a part of that. You, you can grab that either at nourishplanner.com or at simplerootswellness.com or in today's show notes at simplerootswellness.com slash 038. Again, I really hope that you enjoy this holiday season, that you find rest and relaxation and enjoyment and you stop restricting and depriving yourself of everything beautiful this holiday season. Again, it's not an excuse just to eat whatever you want. It's not an excuse to overeat or to eat a bunch of junk, but really it's an encouragement to respect your body, to take back your health and choose to live with more joy this holiday season and put more of a focus on you so that there's more of you to get. It's not a selfish thing, but it's a selfless thing because Having good health can only mean happiness. So that is my hope and that is my encouragement to you this week and throughout this holiday season. I hope that you'll be a part of this with me. Stay tuned. We have more episodes coming up on how you can do just that. So keep your eye out at simplerootswellness.com. And one last thing before you go, I would love to get some more honest feedback from you. What are you loving about the show? What would you like to see or anything that you would like to see different? If you have any suggestions, ideas, topics, or guests you'd like to see on Simple Roots Radio, head on over to the show notes at simplerootswellness.com slash 038 and leave a comment in the comment section or just shoot me an email at alexa at simplerootswellness.com and let me know your feedback, good or bad. I just want to make this show beneficial for you to help change your life, to help make you live with more purpose and more intention and more enjoyment. Because really, that's the essence of life, is taking back your health, but doing it in a way that's realistic that you can do for the rest of your life. So again, to give me any honest feedback, head on over to the show notes in the comment section, or shoot me an email or leave a comment on Facebook or Instagram, and we can help shape this show. The new year is coming, and I'm kind of in this transition period of, understanding what's next for Simple Roots Wellness and Simple Roots Radio. So again, I value every opinion that I can get and really just want to help make your life a little bit better. So I'd be honored for feedback. You can also leave a rating and review at iTunes, which helps make the show go round, really helping to make the show more visible and findable by other people who wouldn't otherwise hear that. So to leave a rating and review, head on over to simplerootswellness.com slash review. Literally takes one minute out of your day and means the world to me. I can't thank you enough for doing that. Honestly, it is the best Christmas present you could ever give me. So again, thank you so much for following along. I hope you found this episode helpful and beneficial. And really, most importantly, my desire for you is to enjoy this holiday season, to take time for you and to eat a few indulgences because that's life. And life is a beautiful thing. And food is meant to be enjoyed over good company and good relationships. My friend, your life is worth enjoying. So I hope you can do just that. 
Until next week, let's choose to crush this week and make it the best that we can. Again, don't forget that two-hour challenge on the weekend, planning and preparing for the week ahead. Until next week, I'll see you on social media.